millennials, yeah, we back at it again. Versus the world, you know that we gon' win. Right by my side, got my family and kin. Go, K-Dot. man, his pockets tough. k like Giannis, he keep it a buck. Millennials up and we ain't getting stuck. No, they ain't ready, you think we gon' stop? Maryland and D.C., we got it on lock. Tune in, we live, and you know we the spot. Panels and parties, you know how we rock. Uh, millennials versus the world. Millennials versus the world. Millennials versus the world. Millennials versus the world. It's the Millennials versus the world podcast. It's your boy K. Mims checking in, checking in, checking in. What up, good people? The only spot you get authenticity and entertainment at the same time. I'm gonna be super G from the rip, bro. I don't know how long this one gonna go, but I know this Kanye documentary. Let me give a disclaimer. So I graduated high school in '09, so y'all gotta understand Kanye was like one of the biggest. He was my favorite artist. This has nothing to do with how I feel about him now. I'm not even going to... I'm going to try not to tap into that for this episode, but you best believe we're going to get into this thing today. You know what I'm saying? I just watched it. You feel me? Fresh off the jump. You understand what I'm saying? And we're going to get into that bad boy today. So, man, it's the Millennials vs. World Podcast. I don't even know what episode we on. I don't even know the vibe, but I know for sure we are getting into this Kanye documentary, man. First of all, man, let me check in with y'all. How y'all been feeling? How y'all been rocking? You know what I'm saying? 2022, second month about to be over. Are we going after those goals? Are we going after the goals? That's all I'm asking. Like, are we going after the goals? Are we making these relationships healthy? Are we repairing relationships where we can? See, I ain't always cut off. Uh, you know, circling back, I was cut off shorty. And I'm saying now, are we repairing the relationships that we can repair? Are we going down that road of making sure that we, you know what I'm saying? We showing love and we doing those things to the people that it matters. You feel me? I'm out that I'm out that bag. Let's get straight into it, man. So the documentary, bro. First of all, amazing job. As much as you do dislike Kanye and the things he does, well, let me let me speak for myself. As much as I dislike the things Kanye does, and I don't necessarily know if it's mental health, you know, he's just not having that person he trusts to guide him, or whatever the case may be. I'm not sure, and I'm not sure. If somebody that has that, quote unquote, what people claim, that level of mental health issues gets this far. But you got to respect this man's story, bro. You, If you don't respect this man's story, you just not for like, I don't even want to say the American dream. You're not for the grind. You're really not for what we say. You know what I'm saying? These things, like like what we want. Like you, you like in, and I've only watched episode one, the two week, you know, the episodes come out, uh, weekly i've only watched one from when you know it, it started at jermaine's the pre-party in 1998 to right when he got signed to rockefeller bro if you do not respect this man's story I, I i literally don't know what to tell you like i have no idea if there is an instance where you know like it's like the opposite of cancel cancel culture like we be ready to get rid of kanye but the man's story makes you say like nah kanye that's us it, it's just amazing bro and his music can't be denied. You know what I'm saying? I ain't listened to his latest. Well, I haven't been committed to his latest projects. I'll probably stop right after graduation. I know uh, Life of Pablo. I rock with some of those songs off that. Jesus, I didn't do. Jesus is King, I didn't do. Donda, I just seen it on TikTok and whatever so much. But the documentary, the way it starts, the man's creativity. He's out in, uh, is it Costa Rica, I think? Dominican Republic? I can't remember, but the way the man's the way it starts his creativity just shows you from the jump why he is this creative or this big or like a, a generational uh, uh icon you know what i'm saying 
And I also think that in the beginning, he has his phone in his hand. Before he calls somebody, he says, like, yeah, nah, don't tweet that. Or, like, yeah, do tweet that. The fact that you know that he's angling these tweets and he's angling these tweets and all these different things, you know that it's strategic. You know he understands what he's doing. So, like, the mental health thing I'm not going to get into. I'm just saying mental health or not, the man knows what he's doing. So, boom. We take it out. Uh, Cootie is a dude that shoots the whole thing. His homeboy, Cootie. C-O-O-D-I-E. Cootie. And he's uh, narrating it, too. So, it takes you all the way back to a party at Jermaine Dupree. It was Mace and his group, Harlem World. And they're like, yo, what up? And then he shows Kanye. Mind you, at the time, they not really locked in yet. But he says, you know, Kanye says his thing. And he's... he um. You know, Kanye always meant Kanye just in 98. We didn't say the old Kanye. He was just Kanye. Um, but, bro, the dude started from, like, ground zero. And I think, you know, you see that when he said he met him in 98, you know, Cootie goes into his story how he had this channel called Zero One, and that was out in Chicago. This, Bro, this is back when, like, if you didn't get the tape or the CD or the, the, the VHS, you wasn't going to see what people were recording. You wasn't going to see it. You know what I'm saying? And you couldn't even like control the output. It's like you really had to be in the streets or you really had to be in the spots where it happened in order to see it. If I could like go back to a time and then come back to this one, I think that's the time I will go to. I think that's super dope. Uh, but he was doing underground artists, bro. So you see him in Chicago shooting all Cootie, shooting all these underground artists, shooting all these people. Uh, really, at the time, I would have to say, you know, we ain't really see that because when we was coming up, it's like 2000, it's like 99 to early 2000, like nine or ten but even still you don't you didn't see people just walking around with a camcorder you know what i'm saying so um so um he does all that and then he gets a hold of kanye because remember he did jermaine's debris part party and he saw kanye so i'm like so then as soon as he get with kanye kanye like bro i'm moving to new york to try to get on you know what i'm saying so mind you he's like i'm trying to move to new york to get on cootie like like F it, I gotta go. Let's stop right there real quick. When you bout that life, you gotta make decisions that show you bout that life. And granted, they ain't have no kids, no, you know, really, well, I don't know if Cootie had kids, but you you gotta make decisions sometimes to show people like, yeah, we bout that action. You know what I'm saying? And being that way lets you know, like, hey, <laughs> like, those people are committed to you. So Kanye moves out to New York, Cootie comes with him to start shooting the documentary that we see now. So it's like all this stuff is happening, in, well, back then in real time that he's shooting or whatever. And this is around the time where Kanye, you know, he already had he already had um, a reputation in Chicago, a good one. He was already producing for Rockefeller, but everybody saw him as a producer still. So this whole first episode is his grind to get from, you know, underground to producer to artist. But the whole time we see him, he's always rapping. He's always rapping, but everybody else just sees him as a producer. You know what I'm saying? So when he gets to New York, you know, they got a small apartment. The blueprint just came out. So Kanye was responsible for a lot on that, which I think most most, most of us knew. Um, but like the blueprint has to be one of Jay-Z's biggest albums. And if it's not from a sales point, from a cultural standpoint. So a lot of, you know, he was responsible for that. Um, oh, minute 20, excuse me, minute seven. Yo, shout out to Black Line Customs, man. My boy B-Dot, man, holler at him. He customizes my hoodies. He customizes anything you need. 
Uh, make sure anywhere doesn't matter. He's based in North Carolina, but if you need it, he got you. Dope design, uh, graphic design artist. Great, he pays attention to details. He'll lock you in. Shout out to the sponsor of this episode, Black Lime Customs. Man, tap in with my boy. Tell him K dot sent you. He'll get you right. And quality is amazing. Anything you want, this dude does it to the T. So make sure you holler at my bro B dot Black Black Lines Customs. It's on IG twenty twenty Black Line as well. Holler at him. Tell him K dot sent you. He'll rock with you. Uh, so this is around the time, you know, you, we see Kanye, uh, we'll see Kanye, um, uh, rapping all the time when everybody else knows him as a producer, you know what I'm saying? And I think, uh, when we see that, it's like, damn, like the raps that we value so much, it was just so like, uh, 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 to him and everybody's like, nah, we ain't trying to hear that. So you see him like creating beats, uh, giving beats to people in cars. It was Mos Dev, Tali Kwali, uh, Kali, I could be tearing his name up. Y'all know who be with Mos Dev. Tali Kwali, Kwali Tali. I'm tearing that up. Who Y'all know his name. Uh, but, you know, he's in the car giving them beats. And this part of the documentary is so big because it just shows the grind. Like, and it shows how much he believed. And the crazy part is, is like, for him to be so good at both rapping and producing, it's like, damn, how do y'all just see this man as a producer? You know what I mean? And we got to realize when Kanye came out or when he was trying to get on, a lot of what he did that we love wasn't popular back then. So this is probably like when he's doing the beats heavy, you know, 01-ish, 01, 02-ish, somewhere in there. And you just see the like grind of him getting having a small apartment. Him and Cootie and people coming out of apartment. And you hear him play stuff like All Falls Down and Jesus Walks. And hear him rapping Family Business and all these songs that for us are huge that people don't even rock with. You know what I'm saying? But I think something that we got to like tap into a little bit that we see a lot is like there every industry. We got to get out of thinking it's just creative industries. Every industry is dog eat dog. Every industry needs you to uh, be willing to do a little bit more than the other person. Every industry is like, bro, I got to get mines. I'm going to help you get yours, but I, I got to get mines first. Because essentially, the real rule is like, you have to get on before you help the others. It's hard to get on together unless you're doing the exact same thing together. So I think, like, you see it on video. Like, a lot of artists, you know, Myth Bleak, um, uh, Dame. Dame's not an artist, but Dame, bro, it's, it's, you gotta, um, uh, who else, Scarface, people out of Chicago, all these people, like, yeah, Kanye, he up next, he up next, but in, all in all, like, bro, they, they was just rocking with his beats, like, they wasn't even really tapping into his music, and the, the level of confidence that Kanye kept about his music, while everybody was basically saying, like, holler at him for beats, and like, yeah, he gonna be a dope artist, but it was real gun-ho on his beats, and to see him go to all these different people and it's like, yeah, he up next. But it was like that. They knew he was fired, but I'm trying to get mine type vibe. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it was crazy because oh, this is Kanye. And if Kanye had to go through this, what do we think we got to go through to get on? And he's literally, if not the biggest for my millennials, one of the biggest icons of our time. But if this man had to go through this, what do you think we got to go through? Is what I'm saying. Like, I think that part is so misunderstood. I'm like, how in the world 
do we think that Kanye, let me say not Kanye, how do we think that is easy? How do we think that is easy? So, you know, he's already produced, uh, he's already produced, so at this point, he's already produced the blueprint, he's already uh, in New York, he's already tapping into the scene in New York, he's already getting beats, um, he's already getting beats to people, he's already connected with some um, uh, artists, but he can't get a deal. He literally can't get a deal as an artist. Everybody just wants his beats. Everybody just wants his beats, and he can't get a deal as an artist. Um, but he can't get a deal as an artist, but everybody just wants his beat. But it's like he goes to the grind is real. He going to every A&R, everybody like, yo, I'm rocking with you, but the label don't see it. The label does not see the Kanye we know. I don't care what the game is. If this man could be as good as he is, as much dumb shit as he say and do sometimes, if this man could be that good and nobody could see that, like, bro, you got to believe in your dreams, bro. Like, it's crazy. Like, you got to believe in them. And he rapping for people. He's on MTV. He's, you know, he's still producing for Rockefeller. He's still producing for Rockefeller. He's still doing his thing. So then it's like a point where, boom, he busts up in Rockefeller. You, you know what I'm saying? He puts all, no, yeah. He puts all falls down in cassette. So mind you that, let me backtrack. Before this, I, I I hinted at it a little bit, but we gotta like really tap into this. Before this, it's like y'all should see this man in his apartment making music, bro. The music that we bump, the classics that we know, the where they were created and the vibe they were created in. I think anybody that has a dream that's chasing it, that is a creative, it's like it's like down there, like you ain't doing the wrong thing. It's just that you really gotta believe in what you're doing. So. Uh, you know, he rapping, he going through all falls down, you know, we rocking out that joint crazy, it's vicious, you know, boom, boom, boom. And he takes all falls down to Rockefeller's office. You know what I'm saying? He's playing it for people, you know, performing. I shouldn't say playing because he only putting the beat in the radio. This, you know, 0102, niggas had to perform. You feel me? So he performing his joint. He performing this for them. Right? Like, you know, granted it was the middle of the work day. It is Rockefeller Records. But everybody's like, oh. Hmm. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I, I got a call. I got to take a call. He busting another office. Yo, can you put that on for me? You know what I'm saying? And it's like to know that he would not stop regardless of like, all right, y'all got to cut the camera. Y'all got to go. You know what I'm saying? Rockefeller Records. He just produced Jay-Z's Blueprint, and they were not inter interested in his... Uh, you know, y'all probably know the story, but to see it is a whole nother thing. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, he's kind of... I don't want to say down. He's just like, bro, you know, I'm not going to stop. I got to grind. I got to do this. So, um, uh, he shows the music. It kind of is not landing. He lands, you heard it here first with MTV, but he still doesn't have a deal. So he's going through these A&Rs. He's going to all these labels, and they just won't sign him. The A&Rs want him. They really rocking with him. The artists want him. But they can't sign him. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just won't. The A&Rs want him. He doing his damn thing. But they won't sign him, bro. That just is what it is, right? So he's shooting an interview in his car with a journalist. And he's talking about, you know, who he's going to be one day, his artistry, his albums, his sound, what he talks about. And you'll hear him, like, throughout the first episode talk about, like, there's more, there's more dimensions of everybody. Like, everybody doesn't want, like, everybody 
isn't them true selves in their music, but I'm going to give you every part of me. So I'm going to rap everything I feel. That's how you know how his music is. Like from Jesus Walk all the way to, um, uh, you know, uh, It All Falls Down to to all the songs, you know, all the song music Kanye's made to uh, Ain't Nobody Messing With My Click. Like all the parts he feels he raps about. And I think it made him unique, but the, it, the documentary eliminates the vision that we have of him now. And that's very important because we actually get to see the things we love about him. You know what I'm saying? Um, but so, so boom, he's doing the interview. He talks about the people that got him on. It was like doing a no ID and uh, something infinite. Doug infinite, do infinite, you know, one of the two. You know, he's rapping about them, telling how he put them on or whatever. And when that article comes out in Double XL, because y'all got to remember, he was a big time producer. Well, not big time, but he's already got his name as a producer. When it came out in Double XL, I guess they didn't print the part that he said about the people that put him on. So he goes back to Chicago, chilling. He's at an event. He dapping people up, showing major love, whatever the case may be. And then he sees like this two dudes that put him on. They dap up like, you know, this Kanye, man, you know, Chicago, Chi-Town. Woo woo, wah wah, whatever the case may be, da da da, right? So um, they go through all that, they rap about all that, and he gets back to New York. Or no, he's still in Chicago, I think. And then he hears the disc record that them same dudes he just dapped up that day put out on him about the article because the journalist didn't print it. I'm gonna say that again. The dudes he shouted out in his interview, the journalist didn't print those things. He goes back home, shows love, dash them up. The same day, they drop a diss record on him in Chicago. So you see Kanye in the car really low-key feelings hurt, bro. Like, damn, bro, like, why? He's got a diss record on me already. Like, this crazy. I just saw him, man, like, two blocks from me all, da-da-da-da. And then they come out. The dudes that just said the diss record that he's supposed to be cool with that taught, that taught him the uh, beats and stuff, they come out. I'm like, damn, all right? So then they see each other and Kanye like, yo, like, what is that about? And these dudes literally like just folded their tails, bro. It's crazy how everybody sometimes. So I'm gonna go off Kanye real quick and just when you're a part of other people's journey, if you're not doing it for their success, bro, you just can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Like every time you do something for somebody, doesn't mean you get a piece of what they got because you did sometimes a part, a, a small part or a medium part of something that they've been doing that's much larger. So you can't get the same accolades or get the same ride that they did. And it just shows that like, no matter how it go, no matter what time it was, cause this early two thousands, like people want a piece of your fame. They just do bro. And you can't really, you can't, there's no way around it. And the thing is, yeah, you if you taught Kanye how to do beats, which he did shout them out. But if you caught if you taught Kanye how to do beats, right? Like, didn't you do it from a genuine place? Like, oh, did you do it so okay, just in case he get on, he better, you know what I'm saying, put me on too. Cause the dude was like, Yeah, you history in the city, and I don't want to be erased from history. And Kanye's like, So you mad at me because they didn't print it? But that goes down to like you gotta know what type of character the people around you have. And you know, um, not judging nobody's character, but like if you gonna dap me up earlier that day and then drop the disc record, you know, later that day on the radio, like what do you leave me to believe or leave leave me to do? 
You know what I'm saying? There's no way. There's no way you can. There's no way you can um like think that I'm not gonna have a defensiveness or have like some type of feeling towards that. So they talking or whatever, and the dude, one of the dudes, come like, oh man, you need a hug. And Kanye, you could tell visibly in his face, he upset. Like, oh bro, like I shout you out. They don't do their part, so now it's on me. Like you started there. There to me, there's no way you can trust that again. You know what I'm saying? There's no way because that's just saying like, oh. Well, it don't matter what you do. It matter what people see. It's like, so it don't matter what you do. It matter what people see. And you can just tell you it hurt, bro. So I think, so by that point, you know, they have a conversation. I don't think it really moved them much. Kanye go to a radio station. Boom. It's like, yo, okay. He go to the radio station. Uh, He go to the radio station. He set the record straight. And he's basically like, you know what I'm saying? It's not on no street stuff. You know what I mean? Like, we cool, we close and all that. But, like, I don't owe nobody nothing but my mama. You know what I'm saying? So, let me translate that for people that don't understand that. You cannot help somebody and then want, like, you helped. If you taking a test and you helped me on question seven and I get a 98. So, without question seven, I still would have got an A, just not as high. That don't mean that that 98 is your 98. And vice versa. Like if I help somebody with one question, but they got a they got a 99, that 99 is still theirs. We gotta stop. We just gotta stop that. So he get on the radio station, he he, he puts the record straight, but you could tell when he leaves there, because mind you, they capturing everything. Excuse me. You could tell when he leaves there, he's just bothered. It's really truly like you could tell it's bothering his spirit. You feel me? You can tell it's like, damn, like. It's really like that because he's grinding. Like, you know, a lot of times people don't see where you're trying to go. They see where you at. You know what I'm saying? And that goes back to the name of the episode, the vision. The act, well, act one, vision. Like, the, the, the people that, that helped him saw where he was at. Kanye was thinking about where he was trying to go. And I think that it's hard to, A, communicate that and really just have people to understand, like, sometimes your vision includes those people and sometimes those people are just an integral part of your growth. And you shot them out, but everything ain't a full ride for everybody else. You know what I'm saying? And it's just disheartening because I think that, oh, if I don't, if I don't get the shout out, then I'm going to try to get attention the other way. So, boom. Kanye flies back to, I believe he was in New York. Either way, go, he either flies back or comes back to his mom's house after all this. Bro, I don't know her at all. Her spirit is so gentle. And you can tell that that man needs his dukes. You understand what I'm saying? Like, and speaking from someone who's lost their mother, like, there is no feeling like somebody that knows you in and out like that and understands how you are and knows how you move. It's nothing like having those conversations with those people after you've had a hard moment or after you have a tough moment. Because they won't, not only will they tell you about yourself, bro, they'll like, reassure you and pat your back and be like well maybe you can do this next time and 10 nine times out of 10 there's really no judgment you know what i'm saying so he comes in his mom's house she says like why don't you bring your key and it's just a moment where you realize like this dude was i don't know, right correct because i kind of feel the same way he was robbed you know what i'm saying mothers especially for kids like myself and i'm not comparing myself to kanye but kanye and me and a whole other a lot of kids who was in single parent households like 
those were the people that we value the most, our mothers. You know what I'm saying? And when he came back, you can tell he still has his confidence, but his mother was just that guiding source of energy that we don't see that we don't see now. She just had that that gentle that like I understand what's going on. I'll be here for you. She had all of that. She had that that gentle that that you know she had all that for him. And he you know he's like hey like this happened. They said a disc record out. She was just so calm about it. Like reassure him like how long he's been doing this, how much he cares about it. Um um you know. And she said this joint that was so deep. She was like, I'm gonna just say it was good. It was deep to me. So like she was like you know. Even when a giant looks, you know, he's feeling down. The Chicago joint just happened. The dude tried to put him out there. He don't have a record deal. He know you're a good artist. You know, everything ain't going through. All those things um, are happening. And it was just like, um, Cootie, you know, Cootie, Kanye. I don't know the other dude now. I think it's JB I heard him say. I don't know. But they in his uh, mother's house. And she says him down was like, you know, basically saying like, well, you know, when a giant looks in the mirror, they see nothing. And he was like, oh, damn, like, you think I come off too arrogant? She was like, no, you don't come off too arrogant. She explains exactly who the Kanye is, we know. But she was saying like, basically like, you know, you're not, you got to stay humble too. Because a giant's feet can be on the ground and in the air at the same time. And it's like, damn, like, again... Mothers have that it factor that it's just hard for people to duplicate. It just is. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a nurturing spirit. I don't know if it's because they birthed us. I don't know what. But you can tell she was the it for him. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm not going to say I understand his actions more now. But from a personal standpoint and what I saw from him, when that was your only source that you truly trust, it's hard to always, like, reconnect to other people in the same way not saying you don't trust other people but to that way where you know it's just a, a a safe space you know it's like no bs going on you know like everything gonna be cool and copacetic you feel me so it, it, it's it's is a lot more i don't want to say valid i'll make sure i be careful on how i say this understandable his lack of boundaries or lack of boundaries of the things he says sometimes because if you don't if you're that if you always felt that way about yourself and you get this big and the one person that could kind of bring you back to you know to be you know humility or have humility is gone it has been for a while there ain't nobody that can really control that uh but they have the you know the sweet conversation he um uh you know he goes back to new york and now he in dog mode dog he in dog mode dog mode you understand me? Dog mode. Audio listeners, dog mode. Dog mode. Dog mode. So he getting back to New York, and I know that feeling, you just refreshes that. Urgh. You understand what I'm saying? So he's working on Jesus Walks and Family Business, which is two of my favorite songs. So... I'm saying it like I'm a record exec or something that I keep saying, shouting out all my favorite stuff or whatever. But he back in hunger mode, right? So he's still working on the MTV You Heard It Here First joint, right? But he don't have a record deal. But it's so strategic because he know that publicity. Plus, if plus if he could take that publicity and bring it to the record label, it may, may make him more attractive as an artist. You know what I'm saying? And 
So he he calls in Scarface. He plays Jesus Walk. And you know, Scarface is just kind of honest. And I think as creatives, you got to be that way. I, I know I keep calling artists creatives, but essentially that's what they are. Uh, Like Scarface, you know, he rocking with it. He's like, yo, bro, that's, that, that's kind of, you know, like, it's dope. I love the beat, but that's kind of hard for me. Uh-uh. Then he plays like uh, Family Business, which is one of my favorite songs off the album. He's like, you know, if y'all know Family... Uh, uh, they don't mean nothing. Uh, uh. This is family business. And this is for the ones that can't be with us. Come on, let's take a family Grammy picture. He playing family business and, uh, you know, he says his verse. Because, mind you, he plays the beat but raps his verse. And Scarface like, yo, incredible. And he's kind of like, rock out a little bit. He's like, you already got all three verses. He's like, nah, he walk out and never comes back. But the thing that Kanye got out of that was that when he rapped his verse, he said, incredible. It's that type of mindset that just separates them, bro. You know what I'm saying? So they go on to record the actual studio segment of the MTV. You heard it here first. You know what I mean? So they go, they do that. And um, Kanye is just speaking the same stuff he speaks now, but on a much more 02, 03 level. Saying how, like, you know, he gonna show all dimensions of himself. What he raps about is his experiences, which they all have been. Uh, he does that. And, uh, you know, he comes out and he goes right back to going back to these A&Rs. Like, yo, I got the MTV joint. Just really promoting and marketing yourself. It's a grind. It's a super grind. His apartment wasn't crazy. It's just a super freaking grind, bro. It's a grind. So, uh, he, he he's, he's grinding through all that. Scarface, uh, you know, he never came back to record. Kanye took the positive. He goes shoot, took took that as a positive that he said it was in, incredible. Then he goes shoots the MTV. Uh, you heard it here first, and then it was just kind of gave him that confidence. And then it like cuts back to the house he came up in. It like they they take that moment to go back. No, I, no, no, no. I'm mixing it up. He gets he he the next the next scene you see is him. You know still being persistent on trying to get signed and you know Rockefeller Dame finally reaches back out like come on let's sign him and then once he gets signed which is a crazy moment uh it it goes back to where he came up at and you could just see like the way his mother I'm assuming he was her only child I don't know if he had a sibling or you know whatever the case may be uh but he was her only child and it was just like yo the sacrifices some of our mothers make man I'm not gonna make that a color thing with that one the sacrifices some of my mothers make for us to make it is amazing, bro. And I think with what I saw, with what I saw, uh, it's just a humbling. Like you finally got, to, you know what I'm saying? You signed the Rockefeller. You know you about to you you know the world's about to hear what you've been trying to get the world to hear for about two years now. Then like um you you um uh you sit and reminisce on what you used to go through, what that house used to look like, because you know your life about to change. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they have a nice moment outside the house. They talk about all his talent shows and stuff like that. But that was just like that, bringing it back to humility. And I think Donda West, which is his mother, was the only person that could do that to me. And from what I saw, that's the only person that could do that. You know what I mean? So they, they uh, you know, to have that moment, they walk through there, and then it goes to... um. Like him just being in New York and happy, going everywhere, being like, yeah, I just signed to Rockefeller as an artist. Because he producer, low-key, he was already solidified, but as an artist now. We at artistry now. You know what I'm saying? And 
to him, it was like, now I can kill him. And one of the things we see is at the beginning of the, th you know, through the wire where that lady is like, we're going to shoot your video, Kanye West. This is Kanye West video. The actual footage that they use, you see it in the documentary. And I think that is so dope. It made me feel old for a little bit, but it's so dope to see like, damn, yo, I just watched that joint. I just listened to that song and watched that video this week at work, literally. And it was like, yo, damn, that's really, really where it happened. And uh, so you see that, and then they start to go on tour. So got signed, had a humble moment back home, driving like a a 99 Nissan Altima, uh, got signed, going back home, goes back to New York. You know, he's happy going around the city, and now it's time to tour. And it's funny because he's on tour as like, the newest member of Rockefeller, but he ain't Kanye yet. He ain't really, you know, shook it up yet. He just, you know what I'm saying? So you see all this star part. You see that Beyonce. Rockefeller had it on lock. Y'all know that. You see the Beyonce's, the, you know, Memphis Bleak, Jay-Z, Dame. You see everybody while Jay-Z performed. It's like, damn, bro. They, they like, you know it, but like, you used to see it again low-key. Like, yeah, because you know Jay-Z ain't really on that tour and stuff unless him and Beyonce do something. So, like, when you see him back in action and be real in 03, we weren't going to, we, well, I wasn't going to Jay-Z concerts. You know what I'm saying? So you see all this star power and then like, uh, Jay-Z says, yeah, and, you know, da-da-da, let's bring out, you know, let's tell him something, Kanye, bring Kanye out. And you see where he said like, you know, this is the newest member of the Rockefeller team. And that's when Kanye Tudor was born. He yeah, 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 you already know it's your boy motherfucking dot, 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 dot. Y'all know that energy that come off. That was it, bro. Like, you can tell, like, it was the, it was, it was about to go down. And to be, so this is how I'm aging myself just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, to remember that time when he was, like, about to shake it up. And then to see it, I'm like, it's about to go down. Because through the wire, that, that whole college dropout didn't even touch the scene yet. It didn't even touch the scene yet. You understand what I'm saying? So, like, boom, that happens. And then, like, um, he puts on the Rockefeller chain, and this is towards the end where, uh, you know, it kind of, like, goes into where he's about to get in a car accident, and it goes off. Then I realized that I almost canceled my Netflix because I'm like, yo, hold on. When the hell did Netflix start doing weekly stuff? You understand what I'm saying? Like, when in the hell did Netflix start doing weekly stuff? And I'm like, yo, ho, 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 time out. So the next one come out next week. But anyway, before I get on Netflix, I, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, the episode one, it's about vision, bro. And I ain't going, y'all know, y'all know, obviously, I'm a talker. You cannot. And it ain't always about getting as big as Kanye is. But if you believe in anything or something, go for it. It's crazy. You really, 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 really can get it. You really can. And it, everybody doesn't have to be a billionaire. But if you have a vision for yourself, you have a vision for your family, you have a vision for your, your peoples. You know what I'm saying? The people you came up with, you can go get it. And everybody needs to, everybody that needs, needs some inspiration right now, go watch episode one of Genius. 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 You, you, you'll know what I'm talking about if you already watched it. But, um... Real talk, man. It's just like, damn, like, yo, this is crazy. Like, the whole shebang. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a dope 
dope, dope first act. They called them acts, acts, but it's just like vision, bro. And I think what has me still up here talking on minute, whatever it is, like, is that having a vision around something is so integral, man. You really, 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 really got to stay true to who you are at all times. You do. You do. And there's no way around it, really. You know what I'm saying? There's no way around it. There's no way around if you, there's no way around having vision, getting there, doing what you got to do. So, uh, Kanye documentary episode one, man. This is the review. Y'all know it's your boy K. Mims. I'm checking in. Shout out to the sponsor of this episode, Black Line Customs. Make sure you go check them out. Make sure you show major love. Anything you need, uh, apparel, um, uh, mugs, anything the whole nine yards, hit them up. Tell them K. sent you. He'll take good care of you. Shout out to the home team, man. Professor Black Stocks <laughs> and, and Deacon Cummins. You know, shout out to the home team. Shout out to the panel. Shout out to everybody that's been rocking with me, man. We are here, and I am thankful. So, Millennials vs. the World, it's your boy K.Mims. We out.